0: I want to first thank uh, Minister Lamar. He did a fabulous job on Wednesday um, teaching God's given word. Still got about 15% of it to see. I saw, you know, most of it. But it was rich and it was a God-given word. (laughs) You know, kind of worked out pretty good. You know, um, it's kind of like he gave me the topic and the Lord really... Showed a picture of what he, what Minister Lamar's assignment was on Wednesday. So that's, so the graphic really was, you know, God giving the word. <laughs> it kind of worked out pretty good, huh? Yeah, so I thought, uh, excellent job. Uh, it's uh, wonderful to see you relax in the presence of God, and let the Lord use you. Very encouraging. <laughs> Yeah, we have some pretty good conversations as we grow together. So, so you could know you, uh, what I said yesterday? I said, we've grown, so have you. So have you. <laughs> so, it was good, man. It was awesome. So, thank you for uh, letting the Lord use you and yielding to God to make sure the family gets the, a message from God. That's what the goal is, right? Right? All right. So, uh, let's get into, uh, this message, which is content in God, and we're going to revisit some things because the Lord told me to do it that way, um, just to make sure we're all on the same page of what God is talking about. So let's go here to Matthew 6. And I know, uh, last week we went through quite a few scriptures, In Matthew 6, starting in verse 19. Um, So that's actually the passage that we're in. But I'm in Mark. Um, But I'm just going to pull out one of those scriptures we referenced. You know, we we talked about, you know, laying up, not laying up for yourself treasures on the earth. We talked about taking no thought for some things. But let's look at verse 25 here just for the sake of time. It says, therefore, I say unto you, take no thought for your life. It says, worry for nothing in your life, basically is what it's saying. It says, what shall you eat or what shall you drink, nor yet for your body what ye shall put on. You know, it's not life, you know, more than meat in the body, more than raiment. Uh, the uh, contemporary English version says, I tell you not to worry about your life. Don't worry about having something to eat, drink. Where isn't life more than food or clothing so it's saying that 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 there's a, a place of contentment in where we are with God and some of the things that we're tempted to be concerned about pulls us out of that peace in the presence of God and then we we reference uh, John 14:27, where it says uh you know my my peace I leave with you and we gave you a definition of Greek irony uh E-I-R-E-N-E, which is prosperity and rest. It's saying that my prosperity and rest I leave with you. Because, you know, the disciples were concerned. Jesus was leaving. He says, no, no, no. I got you covered. I'm going to leave uh, some peace with you. Uh, Philippians 4, 7, it says, the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind. And that's the same word. Same word that's in John. Um, it's peace, you know. Uh, the definitions of peace is nothing missing or nothing like it. See, so I can I'm, I'm more content when when there's nothing missing or nothing lacking. Like now I gave you Isaiah 26:3. Uh, we talk about that scripture a lot here. I, I get out to a lot of the players before they have a game. You know, stay focused on God, so He'll keep them in perfect peace, whose eyes is stayed on Him. Right? Perfect welfare, perfect rest, safe prosperity, and holy. Yeah, and, and so, so I realized I realize this, and I think we all realize sometimes we get caught into temptation or um, uh, James did a great job of talking about how to combat temptations. The guy talked uh, yesterday. And we talked about the, the what is our fail-safes to keep us out of temptation. You know, the thing is, uh, some of our fail-safes are not fail-safes. They're, they're justifications. Well, you know, everybody's saying, you know, Who's nobody's perfect? Well, you're probably going to sin and get more trouble than the last person because you're not playing off of. This is not what I'm not going to do. You're playing off of This is what everybody does, right? So, so you're more you're more apt to, to uh, slip, fall, jump, and sink in the sin. But you know, if we if we keep our minds stayed on Him, we have such a, 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 forf- a fulfillment being in God's presence. We have such a rest, we're, we're, we feel whole, and so we're not, you know, uh, a full person is not hungry, you know? A person that has their thirst quenched is not thirsty, you know? <laughs> that, that thirstiness or that hunger is created when we are out of the presence of God, you know? In the presence of God, we may even get a haircut, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just slipped that in there, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, sorry, people. I just, somebody came in with a haircut. Sorry about that. You know, I just slipped that in. All right, so so that that perfect piece, and we'll get into this definition a little later, is that shalom. It's it's welfare. See, so if I'm focused on God, man, I I I I'm content. I'm content. And so we talked about last week how content is resting in God. And I know the praise team gave this scripture before they sang uh, Wide as the Sky. Love that song, man. Love that song. All right, so let's go to Philippians 4, starting at verse 11. Philippians 4, starting at verse 11. And King James Version says, Not that I speak in respect of want or need, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am, Therewith be content. Whatever position I find myself in, I'm going to have contentment. Why? Because I'm focused on God. It says, I know both how to be abased, and that's humble, and, and, and be in a position that seems lowly. I know how to abound. That's a position where I'm, I'm exalted, right? It says, everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. So, in other words, in those positions where it seems I'm hungry, well, I know God's going to feed me. Thirsty, God's going to feed me. But when I'm full, I'm not overconfident in my fullness. I'm content there. I'm not greedy. You know, because some people get what they need and they, you know, start operating out of greed. They get what they need and then they cross over into greed, right? They get what they need and they cross over into greed, you know, Um, lusting after, lusting beyond what you need. So, the amplifier says this in Philippians 4, and 12. It says, not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content, self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or uneasy regardless of my circumstance. <laughs> Hold on, let me just say that again. It says, not that I speak from any personal need, for I have learned to be content, and self-sufficient through Christ, satisfied to a point where I am not disturbed or uneasy regardless of my circumstances. Look, regardless of my circumstances, regardless of my See, sometimes we're fine until a circumstance shows up. So, we're not content in God. See, if you're content with God, that's independent of circumstance. Like, like you know, you, know, you press in, and, you know, people praying and, uh, you know, praying down heaven and, and all types of stuff, you know, you see the, hear thunder when they pray. <laughs> Boom! Right? Then a circumstance come up. All of a sudden, we, well, I can't pray now. There's a circumstance. Press into the presence of God, come to church, circumstance come up. I can't go to the house of God. There's a circumstance. Well, what does the circumstance have to do with your relationship with God? Right? And so, <laughs> right? Look, it says, still amplified, I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. It says, and I also know how to enjoy abundance and live and prosper. It says, in any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life. This is the secret, y'all. Whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need, I'm content. You, I'm not rattled. Right? Uh 2 Corinthians 9, 6 to 8. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8. And I was talking to my sister yesterday and I said, Man, I think, you know, remember we said uh, in the Master Life class how we're growing together? And so so we're all growing. I'm growing. Everybody's growing. Um, so a lot of this, a lot of these messages, they have to minister to the, the hearer first. Like if it's just a message, oh, I got a message. If they if they, they get this and get themselves together, they'll be fine. Nah, it's you have a vessel that God's communicating through and to, through and to. So when it's not ministering to you, that's why you, you watch. So you got to watch communicating messages as to. What y'all need to do, um, just watch it. You know, sometimes y'all need to do something. I mean, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you, you, it's, it's us. It's a we. <laughs> and it is an I also. And so I'm saying that to say, uh, uh, I taught on, um, the Lord had me teach on, if not now, when? So I was my sister last night. I said, man, that word is just, just keeps walking up to me. Hey, buddy, if not now, when? Yeah, every time I think to, to relax or to chill or not be disciplined in the area, hey, bro, if not now, when? You know, you know even in the philosophy of, man, you know, I, I know I need to get closer to God, man, I'm working on these things, you know. If not now, when? Like, if you really look at it. And so, uh, yeah, I've been talking to you about a couple of books that I've been working on. I was telling my sister, I said, I said, sis, I got a book that I've been working on for 17 years. Might have been longer. I said, you know, I started, then of course we started a church, so that was more of a priority. And then we had to grow, you know, the church had to grow and you have to organize things. So that's more of a priority. You got to serve the the, the body, that's more of a priority. Uh, But then there was pockets where God said, you need to get on this. And I was like, okay, I'll get to it. And then after that message, the Lord was like, if not now, when? So I've already created the artwork for the cover. I've already formatted the book. Now I'm just going through and making sure it makes, you know, it harmonizes, it makes sense. So, so that message ministered to me. This one right here has really been ministering to me. Like really content in God. Like it is a master key. Like it's, it's it, hey, hey, peer pressure, content in God. Caught up in keeping up, content in God. Temptation. Content in God, right? Fear, content in God. Like, whatever you come up with, I can answer it with, content in God. And so, really, really, like, uh, they tripping, content in God. See, because you have to get to a place even when they trip. You can trip if you want to. I'm content in God. Even when you're betrayed. They betrayed me. I got God. No matter what happens, like, whoo! I got God, man. Right? Oh man, I can't believe they played me like that. I got God, and I guarantee you, God be like, hmm, somebody else didn't see your value, huh?" I love you. (laughs) Like He, God ain't going, man. I guess you stink. (laughs) You telling yourself you stink, but God is saying. Or uh, somebody else that can't see, they can't see your value, right? But if you content God, you'll see it. You'll see it as they're missing out, not you're missing out. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> right? Because you're content God. God will always show you, oh, they're taking a risk. on one of my most valuable possessions, but if you don't see it, you'll be thirsty. And don't get offended if you hear that. Just get your thirst quenched in God. Right? Yeah, don't get offended. What are you trying to say? Well, first of all, if you respond in that way, you thirsty. Because <laughs> we ain't saying no names around here, are we? Right? Yeah, hey, get your thirst quenched in God. So, what did I say? 2 Corinthians 9. Let's stay on task here, all right? Uh, verse 6, it says, But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall also reap sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall also reap bountifully. Right? Every man according as he purposeth in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly, or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound. That's that exalting word again, Toward you, that you, look, always having all sufficiency. Always having all sufficiency. So, Marcus, something's happening here. All right, always having all, something changed. I don't know what it was. But always having all sufficiency in all things, right? May abound to every good work, right? May abound to every good work. So, having all sufficiency, and that's, uh, uh, tark, or tarkia, is, is the Greek word for contentment. So sufficiency means contentment. So having all contentment in all things. So when it says having all sufficiency in all things, look uh, I'm just going to read through here verse 10. It says, now he that ministereth seed to the sower both minister bread for your food and multiply your seed sown and eat, increase the Fruits of your grounds, yeah. I just like reading scripture. All right, all right. So, so here, there's a place where we have all sufficiency in God, right? See, and, and and the verse six talked about sowing sparingly and sowing bountifully. Well, the person that's content is a generous person. We talked about the discontented aren't generous. They're not operating in liberality in their giving because they think every time they give is a loss, right? Like, like, see, if I'm not content with God, I want to operate in fear. So, I'm trying to protect all that I have because I think I'm going to lose. So, I'm not even giving seed to the ground. But a seed that's not sown has no value. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's designed to produce fruit, not be stored up in your pocket. Right? And so, so contentment has you living in generosity because I'm resting in God. So, I'm fulfilled. My cup is running over. So, so, anytime there's a demand on me or there's a need, like they, Acts chapter 4, when they was rolling together, people was taking care of everybody's needs, everybody was content. That's how, that's how they was able to do it. But, but, but the person that's not content in God think they can protect themselves, cover themselves, feed themselves. So, we can say this. The, the person that's discontented is stingy. Right? That's what they call Tight. Right. Yeah, because they think that their might and their ability to control is going to fulfill them, not their resting in God. 2 Corinthians uh, 3, 5. <laughs> that, mm, that was kind of like an amen, you know, but from the, Jamal, from the core, you know what I'm saying? Like mm, That kind of like hit you on the inside a little bit, right? So 2 Corinthians 3, verse 5. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 5. Now, y'all, y'all stay with me here. I know it's, uh, some of y'all forgot to adjust y'all clocks and stuff. I know some of y'all right right there, you was like, man, we're going to be late now. I don't want to walk in there late. If It's 15 minutes. Come get the 15 minutes. Get up from that TV. Put it on your phone and get in the car. Some other people here did that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you opened yourself up for a joke, but I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let that one go, at least for right now. It might come out later. All right, so 2 Corinthians 3.5, but I appreciate your humility. It says, uh, not that we are sufficient or content of ourselves to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency or our contentment is of God, Right? Our contentment is of God, and you know the uh, 2 Corinthians 12, 9, before you get to 12:9, you got, of course, you got, uh, starting with verse 7, it says, Paul said, lest I should be exalted through the abundance of revelation there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, a messenger of Satan above me, lest I should be exalted above measure. He said, I, bes- I besought the Lord thrice, he said, you know, for this, this cup to pass, he said, God's response was, my grace is sufficient. Like, 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 my grace is sufficient for you to have everything you need. See, again, the infirmities and the, the, the uh, misunderstandings, the attacks, the betrayals, uh, people not recognizing your value or appreciating you, all those things are trying to pull, pull, pull you out of the presence of God. That's right. I'm putting together this letter for this young man that's not with us right now, and I was, as I was reading through it, I was like, wow, I said, well, I recognize that, that if we could just be content in God, and I know it's harder for younger people because younger people are establishing experiences, you know what I'm saying? So they haven't experienced everything yet, so they're dealing with a lot more uncertainty, but man, if they can learn to be content in God now, ooh, think about some of us that made some dumb mistakes. We got thirsty, Right? Y'all can say amen. Come on. Amen. I know, I know, you, I, hey, I know, I get it, daylight savings time, but that shouldn't stop you. Amen. amen. Right? Some of us made some crazy choices because we got thirsty. Some of us put ourselves in proximity to harm. Yeah. Now, 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 we're probably spending all of our life saying, I can't believe they did that, but how was you in striking distance? What? Right? Okay, let's see. How was I in striking distance? I was in striking distance because I got thirsty. I wasn't content in God. So I, I, I risked putting myself in harm's way. Right? Like, I, you know how you shut down your, your logic? You know, sometimes, you know, you know this ain't the cool, but, so if I think about it, I'm going to recognize this ain't the move. Right, right, right. So I'm, so I'm going to do shut down logic and be like, what? <laughs> what? What happened? Oh man, <laughs> I didn't even know how I was going. Oh man, if somebody would have just told me. I said that to somebody. I was traveling with a semi protein, went to Boston, and I told the person, I said, you know, I said, man, you know, somebody was just talking to me and helping me. The person got mad. They was like, everybody was talking to you. I said, you didn't care. It was like, you weren't listening. I mean, the person was like, was smiling, and it was like, what do you mean? We all tried talking to you. But see, I shut down. I, 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 can't, I can't hear you. I, I, can't, I wasn't saying it out loud, but on the inside, I was like, ah, ah. You know, ah, ah. And then you'd be like, so if you know, ah. But where, ah. On the inside, that's how I was doing. Like, like some of y'all be doing. Right? And then when you get in the, you get in the harm's way, you know, guess what? Suppose God go, ah. Well, look at your supposed to do the same thing. Was that your call signal, Austin? (laughs) Right. Yes. So, so (laughs) what are we doing? Why don't we just open up and 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 really hear what we need to do to rest in God, right? All right. So. The goal is for us to be filled in the fullness of God, to rest in God, uh, Ephesians 3.19. To be complete, to be filled with fullness is to be complete. Uh, we talked about uh, copiousness, and it's abundance, more than adequate quantity and supply, bountifully. That's what, so when you're filled with the fullness of God, that's what it is. You know, your cup is running over. That's what the goal is. But... I, you know, we have a refrigerator, you know, you put your cup under, you just get water. But I notice like a little drop of water go in there and we don't snatch the cup away. We're trying to fill the thing up so we can drink, you know. So, so I drink a lot of water, especially on if I'm in a study preparing for ministry. And I'm just, so I, so I have a, this big container, but I'm filling the thing up. So if I get thirsty, I can drink. And so do we stay under God's dispenser? Until we're filled up. (laughs) Then we're going to be content. Like like we we step into God. Step out of God. Step into God. Matt, do that with the dispenser and see how full you (laughs) get. Just keep going like this. Right? No, stay there. And get full. Then you'll be content in God. Before you go out and engage the relationship. Before you go out and make yourself up. You know, almost like. You know, characters we was talking about. We was driving. We took an excursion. And we were talking about the. Uh, uh, I'm gonna call it like uh, the 12 foot eyelashes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like, what you say, uh, look like giraffes. And so, so, uh, or, or no, what you say? If you see the eyelash before you see the person, <laughs> or before you see the eyes, right? Like you, no, like. The first thing you see is the eyelashes, right? Or you don't even see the person, right? But, but, but the whole thing is before you make yourself up, right, how about making your spirit up on the inside? That, that's what the scripture says, adorning yourself in the, the hidden man of the heart, that's right. right? How about that? Get full and you won't like feel like you have to uh, change what God's design. You'll be content in, in the design. Right? You'll be content in a design, like God's design. Because God made some special people, man. And actually, somebody's looking for the special you. But they can't look. Hey, can't see if you're undercover. If you're hiding your cover. Or if you're undercover and then when they spend time with you, they meet the real you and be like, oh, this ain't the person I met. <laughs> now, I noticed something. You have a different look on your Facebook picture. What's, what's, not you. <laughs> yeah, not you, you same person on the picture, right? Yeah, same person, right? I notice there's a different look. So who's that? Is that your cousin? <laughs> right, right. See, again, why does the person have a different picture? Because they're not content in who they are. hey, let's flip it. Suppose you meet somebody and they gave you a different picture. How do you feel? Are you excited about that dinner engagement? <laughs> like you're sitting there eating, you like, this is not the person I thought I was going to be. <laughs> All right, let me just get back into this. All right, let's go to John 14. John 14. And we'll see, actually, for the next couple of weeks, that if we get this contentment part, we're ready for the, the rest. I think I was talking to you, I Martin. Was we talking about the L.A. Mass song, That's When You bless Me? Yeah, you said something about it triggered something for you, right? Yes. Right. And, uh, and, and so I was telling them, I, I got exposed to that song, Huh? Yeah, he says he's crying. He's breaking them down. <laughs> I gave it up. That's when you bless me. Right? But when I first started listening to that song, I was transitioning. So I was, I'm going to say, I believed in God, but I was a carnal guy. But when I wanted something spiritual, I would always go visit my sister, Diane. That's when she lived in D.C. So we would go to her church, uh, Mount Zion Baptist Church. What was it? Not all of it. One of the two. And Reverend Durham, you know, he's, he's no longer living. But even when I wasn't all in, I love music. I, I mean, I, when I was in the world, I loved music. I love choirs. And they sang that song. I had never heard it before because I wasn't living for God. I was just in clubs. And uh, that's when you blessed me. And it was, it was the party that goes, I gave it up. That's when you blessed me. I let it go. That's when you blessed me. You know, I did just what you said. And, and when it got to that part, I was kind of excited, but I was like, so I got to let go? I got to give it up? You know, when you're living, not really living in God, you're like, you figure, I finally just got control. What do you mean, give it up and let it go? I was like, well, suppose if I give it up and let it go, something bad happened. Now, I just figured out how to hold on, and now you're telling me to let it go. You know, but guess what? When I gave it up and I let it go, that's when he blessed me. When I did just what he said. So, suppose the holdup is you giving up and letting go and resting in God. Like in your own control. Because some of y'all have been betrayed, hurt, and played, and you ain't let go yet. You're coming around, but you're not all in. You in control. Because remember when you gave all of yourself to the kingdom? And, and, and they took advantage, just like you when we met, she gave all herself to, to these interesting people. I was gonna say something else. She gave herself, herself to these interesting people, so now I come along, and I remember she said, well, babe, I haven't given you the best of me yet, right? She said, and I'm like, well, first of all, I don't believe I need to be punished because these fools, <laughs> uh, I said fools anyway, sorry about that, these people that really wasn't appropriate or couldn't appreciate you the way I do, um, didn't appreciate you. But um, when she gave it up and let it go, that's when she got blessed. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you just got to, man, you can't live in the now from way back then. Right? And some of us in our, in our walk with God, like, we're still looking, yeah, all right. Make sure this is legit before, Now listen to God. Like, like, you don't have to keep, uh, how long are you going to spy out the land? You remember what happened to them, right? <laughs> See, Joshua and Caleb went on God's word before they even got to spy. So they was going to confirm God's word. It wasn't going, I don't know, man. They weren't going to look for things to, to question and to justify not being all locked in. They was looking for opportunities to be content, not looking for opportunities to be discontented. So the, the, the 10 spies came back, back with something that would make them not rest in what God said. They said that was an evil report. That's what the Bible said. I guarantee you're always going to find something to justify your compromise or justify you not being committed. Well, I would be committed, but, you know, you know, things just aren't perfect yet. Well, that could be because you're not perfect. You're a part of the the body, right? How could you expect something that you're not? I'll repeat that because maybe I didn't get it. How can you expect something that you're not? You're holding everybody to a standard that you've never achieved in your life. Wow. So basically, you're never going to be all in because you're looking for a perfect scenario. But you're not that. Wow. If everybody was perfect, as soon as you show up, the whole place is imperfect now. Right. So how about just trusting God and maybe you jumping in is what makes it perfect. Oh, maybe your commitment is what it's waiting for. Your insight, your wisdom, your ideas that you're holding back for what? Your ministry that involves other people and there are other people present. You see what I'm saying? Like, come on, man, just be content in God. God tells you something, roll with it. Don't look to the left, don't look to the right, just roll with it. Roll with God, right? Okay, so John 14, verse 13. It says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will, I, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. It says, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. It's not what I was looking for. Sorry about that. It's is four. Yeah, it's, it's John chapter 4, so I gave I, I did the wrong scripture. But I guess we need to hear that one, huh? As Pastor Mel said. John 4, 13 and 14. <laughs> right? It says, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. And so they are at the well. He's at the woman at the well and he's talking about water and he shifted the conversation to hey, I, I can give you this water and Uh, it'll quench your thirst for a particular time, but you'll still thirst again, right? Then he said this, he says, but whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up to everlasting life. He says, so basically if we drink in him, we're gonna be content because, and we won't be thirsty. So, so, So he did the contrast because anything that you take of the world Uh, you may feel good in a moment. It'll temporarily satisfy. Think of the last thing you purchased. How come it wasn't enough? Remember, you couldn't wait till you got it. Let's say it could be a car, it could be whatever. How come you're still thirsty? How come you, I'm going to drive this car until Jesus comes? Not the case. Because it's not designed to quench your thirst. What he's saying is, let me quench your thirst. Still enjoy the car, but you won't be looking for the car to quench your thirst. You know, we had these major goals. You may have a major goal, when I finally pay off this. Okay, fine. You pay off that, and you're still thirsty. You, don't, you, you've, you even sacrifice time with God for this goal. So you, you reach the goal, and you're still thirsty. How about getting our thirst quenched in God, and then let God supernaturally take care of the goal? Right? All right, so... so uh, the scripture says, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. So, taking our hunger and our thirst and plugging it up to God. Right? That's Matthew 5, verse 6. And so, I gave you this last week, uh, the Jewish greeting shalom. Right? Which means peace. Right? And, and, and so, when they're greeting each other, we talked about how they're, they're saying, hey, is anything missing? <clears throat> you have need of anything? Hey, are you content? So, so, so it was assumed that when we engage each other, our responsibility is to, is to assist each other in being content in God. Right? It's assumed that it's to assist each other in being content in God. So a lot of times when people care enough to tell you the truth, they're trying to break off that bondage that's stopping you from being content. If somebody's trying to assist you in not being thirsty, don't fight because you are thirsty. <laughs> you know, hey, they're trying to assist you on how to plug into God. Hey, there's something obstructing, like you have a hose and water's coming through or something's obstructing the hose. Hey, there's dirt in there, and it's, it's causing you not to get a proper flow. But, but we are so defensive of, what you trying to say, I'm dirty? I don't know if you're dirty as a person, but that's dirt right there, and that's, obst- that's obstructing your flow. Right. And if you want to get filled up and be content, we got to remove that clog. Right? But if you, <laughs> hey, if you're clogged, you're clogged. Right. The goal is to get unclogged. <laughs> he said, <laughs> okay, so both of these people up here tripping. <laughs> He said all day, so we know what he was referring to. And then she's like, you better flush that toilet. (laughs) (laughs) See? All right, anyway. So, is anything missing? So, so in the culture of God, contentment is a given. Like, it's not something you, it's not optional. God's thought is that you, you that's what your goal is, right? To be content, right? And so, so we talked about how Eve uh, was the first one of, well, we say Eve, but it really was Satan failed it. I mean, come on, you're Lucifer, key worshiper, and you're not content with that? I'm going to be like the most high, Isaiah 14. I'm going to be like the most high. I'm going to be, oh, dude, you got everything you need. Custom design, and out of everyone in the world, you, besides God, God, uh, the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, next is you. He was the, 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 out of all the archangels, he was the top archangel. What else do you want? Top position with God. You want to be equal with that which you should submit to. So so, so you're down here, you're submitting, God's pouring out so you can overflow. You jump up here, he's still pouring out, But you're trying to be equal with that which you should submit to. So instead of you getting what you need, you're alongside of something and not receiving what you need. So you're going to atrophy right there. That's what people do. I can do what they do. So they they rush to be at equal status and familiar at the expense of getting what they need to be filled and be content. Right? You never want to try to be equal with that which you should submit to. Did you get that? And so, so, so Satan who fell for, fell for lack of con- discontentment, he said, I, I ain't going down by myself. I'm going to try to get Adam and Eve. Look at the favor they got. They content. They happy. We were talking about this. I was talking about this with a family member, like how, how people get bothered if somebody's happy and smiling. So I, was, I, was telling, I was telling one of my sisters this. I said, at this stage of my life, man, listen. I remember when I was uh, struggling through, I got along with everybody. Nobody was upset. Right. Nobody was hating. Right. Nobody was tripping. It was almost like they was comfortable, yeah. you know, and me n- being needy because I was, I needed help. I need, you know, <laughs> hey, because you look out for a brother? because you help a brother out here? But, but in my mind, I was like, I don't want to be a, a dependent my whole life. And I don't want to keep putting these people in a position where, where I'm interrupting their flow because I have needs. So I'm always, I was looking to, to establish my own relationship with God so I'm content. I'm not needy. I'm fulfilled. Okay, now, now, now everybody tripping? So you're okay if I'm struggling. You're not okay if I'm not. If I'm fulfilled, you're okay if I look sad, but you're not okay if I'm smiling. Where does that come from? Or oh, You see somebody in a relationship, you, and, you know, they think they all that. I don't know what they think, but I know they think they happy. Right. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? Right. Right. That's like going back to when we kids, you mad because of somebody else's birthday. Right. Like, who does that? Be content and you have a birthday, too. Right. Same thing in life. You have an opportunity, too. And, and this is what I do. If I find somebody doing something, I'd be, like, figuring out what they did. Like, what you do? How, tell me, I can't do it exactly like you, can't be you, but I sure can learn from you. And so I'm not going to be envious. I'm like, so explain that again. No, 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 take your time this time. You know, like, as opposed to... Kelly's, you know, just because they're getting promotions and Jamal's about to get another promotion, smiling all the time and being all giddy, you know. See, all that ain't necessary. Keep that at home. No, 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 no. Keep it on blast. Show people what God has for you and them too. Are you kidding? Stop it. See, so, so so, this is the thing. The, the, the people that are discontent, we said this are targets for bribery. Always taking bribes. Like, see, they're, 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 with Adam and Eve, when they ate of that their fruit, their eyes was open to need. They became thirsty. They lost sight of peace, contentment in God. That's what happened. And then once, once that happens, now you'll consider something outside of God. Say, what's what's our biggest struggle? We've been considering things outside of God. And then as we can it's one thing to consider and repent. It's another thing to consider and then justify it. Well, you don't know, understand. You know, hey, you know, hey, we gotta have a balance. That, that, oh, that's the that's you know that's the line, right? You gotta have a balance. You know, you gotta do some world and some God. Now we ain't talking about you gotta get in the car and drive. I get that. We're talking about, you know, you you know, you gotta from time to time hang out. No, you don't. No, you don't. You can be content in God. You don't have to watch that. You can be content in God. You just never tried it. You can enjoy being content with God. But I have a wonderful life. Listen, I have fun. I enjoy my life. In God. Ain't God. Ain't it good? Guess what? And when I finish my enjoyment, I'm not looking over my shoulder. I just said that. Look, look. I can enjoy myself, and it never stops my momentum in coming to church. But sometimes we're doing stuff, like, I ain't going today because everybody going to know. <laughs> you walk in the door, and you're like, I'm going to sit over here because <laughs> they, they, they may see me, smell me, or sense me. These Christians out here at airs, you know, I'm not, I ain't going today. I'll see it online. They're not discovering that. I tasted of the world. She said, I know what you did last night. See, content 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 contentment has been rare, right? I said, let's look at this." first 1 Timothy 6. Let's go to 1 Timothy 6. Some of the stuff we we went through last week, but God wanted ingrained in us, because if we're content, we good. We good, you know, in our process of growing through what we're called and purpose to do, we're stopping. Uh, I was I was talking to my sister. Uh, I'm using you a lot today, Diane. But we were talking. We were talking about we were talking about men of God, pastors, and their responsibility. She says, "Well, I, I don't envy what your responsibility is, especially in this day and time." And she says, "You know, uh, what she say? I know I'm telling all your businesses." I just pray for y'all. <laughs> Almost like y'all got that responsibility. I just pray for y'all. No, good and well, God's called her and she, she's gifted in some things, right? And so I, so, so I was like, well, sis, with all due respect, it's, it's not a whole lot of people that's content in God. So, if you have a heart, uh, your heart's right, which is your heart's right for God, you love God, you love his people, you love discipling his people, you do a great job at it, I said, God is saying, are you kidding? It's not like I have an abundance of people I could use. So the fact that if you, and she, last time she's just joking, but if you, let's say she wasn't joking, she's like, well, no, God, you can just use them. He's like, are we, we, I don't think you understand. I don't have a whole lot of people with hearts like that, with the right motives. That's really just about my kingdom. They all have ulterior motives about, their status and their platform. He says, so, so, so no, 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 no. I need to use you. <laughs> this, this, some people know what to say, but God looks at the heart, All right? <laughs> right? right. The man looks on the outward appearance. So let's go here. First Timothy six. He's looking to see if you content in him. Listen, Hey, hey looking for a promotion, be content in God Amen. because then God knows if I promote you, It's not going to change you because your contentment, your fulfillment is in me. But if your fulfillment is in the promotion, man, I can't promote you. You ain't going to be thinking about my people. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Apostle, Bishop, Reverend from the Third Ward, uh, apostolic (laughs) faith, anointed, doctor, special, wonderful, You should be happy to be around me, man of God. (laughs) Right? It just, it'll be be reeking all over you. God can't use that that, that person. Look at me. All right, so first, 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 (laughs) first Timothy 6. Listen, I'm just having fun with my family, okay? Don't take it personal. If that's what you was thinking, look at me. It's jumping God where they can't see you. So 1 Timothy 6, it says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. So, so, so godliness with contentment. So some of us have crossed over to we're not living ungodly. We are living, we're trying to live godly. We go to church. We, I pray, do these things, but are you content in God? It says with contentment. He added something to the godliness. That is, the scripture says having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. I think that power is inside the contentment. Because see if I'm resting in God uh, 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 let's see my preaching and teaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom but was in demonstration of power. So, my, so, so that your faith will not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. Right? So as you will understand. Uh, Jesus said hey 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 don't one look at me because the tree is cursed and it Listen to my words," he said. "Have faith in God," right? He said. Here's in Mark chapter eleven, twenty-two, right? "Have faith in God." Basically, says my contentment is in God, so that's why the power flows through me. I'm submerged in God, not in my head, not in my might, but in the power of God. That's a whole nother flow, man. That's what's missing. God will promote those that he can flow through, not it's capped it's, it's, it's off, you know, at a certain level. Or we take it to display it. Man, just give it away. <laughs> or we hoard it to lord it. No, give it away. Freely it's been given, so freely give. The person that's content in God doesn't think they're losing anything. 1 Timothy 6, verse 6. It says, but godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out, the things that's in this world. It says, having food, it says, having food and raiment, let us therewith be content. This is Matthew 6 all over again, right? It says, but they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare and into many foolish and hurtful lusts which drown men in destruction and perdition, right? It says, for the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, that's not a contented word there, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. Look at this amplifier, says, but godliness actually is a source of great gain when accompanied by contentment that contentment which comes from a sense of inner confidence based on sufficiency of God. It says, for we brought nothing into this world, and obviously we can take, we cannot take anything out of the world, but if we have food and clothing, with these we shall be content or satisfied. It says, for those who crave to be rich fall into temptations, and a snare, and into many foolish, useless, godless, and hurtful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction, and miserable perishing. Since for the love of money is the root of, of all evils, it is through this craving for money that some have been led astray and wandered from the faith and pierced themselves through with many acute mental pains. That, you know, that's the same thing they talk about birth pains. See, so it's not saying don't have money. But it's saying if, if your thirst is not to be content with God, but your thirst is to gain these resources so your peace will be in the money, but not in God, you're in trouble. So, you got to ask yourself, are you content in money or content in God? Are you content in money or content with God? I'll repeat it. Right. So, so let's drop down here to verse 17, 1 Timothy 6, 17. It says, charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded. Look, look, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. It says, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy? So it's saying, be content with God. He's giving you everything you need. But don't be content in the riches. That's just going to cause sorrow because now you're dependent on the riches. Now that's become your God. Right? Matthew 6, 24. It says, well, it says, you can't serve God and mammon. Right? You can't be content in God and money. Mammon is money in that chapter. Right? So, so what it's saying is, like, see, <laughs> see, think about this. Our contentment is easily recognized in our service towards God. So we know where you're content... It's easy for, uh, for God to discover where our contentment is. Well, if we all in with God, our contentment is in God. If we not all in with God, but we all in well, you know, you, you know, you got to understand, you know, I got to get that overtime, man. I got to get that overtime, man. You know, so, so our contentment is in the overtime. You know, I, I, I was uh, reflecting on this because I heard this a lot growing up and I see this a lot in a lot of circles. Why would somebody rest outside of the presence of God or think they can rest? Because their worldview is, just getting that paper, man. Why are people out here doing crimes unimaginable? Because we got to get that paper, man. Just got to get that paper. So something in their worldview is saying, as long as I got the paper, it justifies whatever I'm doing. So, so I might be out here dealing, but I, but, but I, but I got the paper, right? So, so, so in other words, there's a level of, of guilt that they're working with and they ease it with, ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh, ho, ho, but I got that paper. So, so there's a level of commitment God's looking for, but they, oh, ho, oh, but I got that paper. So something in the worldview is saying, I can will and deal, compromise, shift my integrity because what? I got that paper, man. But, but, but the scripture says you can't serve both. You can't serve the paper in God, but it says if you're serving God, he'll give you richly all things to enjoy. In his presence is fullness of joy in his right hand, pleasures forevermore. Hold on. Some of us have made some, some bank. We'll just I use bank or what, what, what are we using now because I, I mean, I'm not really up on it. Is it cheese? Is it, I know cheese is old. That's Pastor Mel's. Mel, Pastor Mel still be saying stack of that cheese, right? So... <laughs> So well, we got bank, cheese, cheddar. I don't know why they use, like, mice terms. But anyway, well, what is it? You said racks? Okay, all right. Look, 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 look. You just told on yourself. But anyway, <laughs> that's my guy. All right. So, 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 so we get these racks, right? Oh, you should have gave me that one. I might have to use that one. I even like the way that sounds. Because like, that's a whole, like, racks is different. <laughs> right? Right? That, right. Right. So you get you you. <laughs> why are you tell me that, man? You threw me all off, right? So you get these racks. <laughs> Whoa! Well, I'm thinking about a whole lot of things right now, but so so you get these racks, and you you you're justifying your compromise with God. But line up the racks. Think about as many racks as you could possibly imagine. Is it pleasures forevermore? Oh, think, think now. Think, because some of y'all don't had racks, right? <laughs> right? Did you have pleasures forevermore? Was you still thirsty? Did you have all peace? Was you rest at rest? Or was you looking over your shoulder? Or was you sitting around? Did you have 17 locks on your door? Oh, no, they come up in here. I'm going to be ready for them. Right? right. Or when you travel, certain things you couldn't do when you travel. Right? You had like seven firearms with you. Right? So, so when you go certain places, you need to go in a crowd because you're not sure. Because you're not at peace. Now, just, just, just think about it. Think about it. See, so our contentment is easily recognized in our service towards God. Guess what? Our worship reveals our con- contentment. See, are we idolizing anything but God? That would include our children, men, women, self, and stuff. So, so you can tell what somebody's contented at in their worship. Are they worshiping things or are they worshiping the king? Like you could tell, like people just have, oh Lord, I love you. A and magnify, and lift you up. Ooh, Jova Jira, Jehovah Jova Jehovah Jehovah my provider. Your are El Shaddai, the multi breasted one. You can supply all of us all the time, anytime we need. Right? See, he so but when I know El Shaddai, y'all be at the lake. You're El Shaddai, you're Adonai. See, 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 Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha. <laughs> Like, like, when I think about he's our peace, he's our banner, right? He's our provider. He's all God. He's omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, all-knowing, everywhere, and all-powerful. You serious? Ain't no wax in the world going to give me all that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Vito, for assisting with the sermon. (laughs) See, see. See, most of the time we're content in what we idolize. Yeah, that's why if you idolize the, the, the man or the woman, soon as something goes shifted with that, your whole flow changes. So That's where your contentment is. And if that ain't right, you ain't right. But if you're content in God, everything can flip. But you don't change. Because I'm content with God. Man, we went through something uh, transitioning and growing through our last uh, place of worship. I was, I was trying to figure out a nice way of saying it, right? So, we went through something, right? But the interesting thing is we went through something, but it didn't change our relationship with God. Because our contentment wasn't in that environment. It was in God. Oh, did it hurt? Oh, yes. Ooh, oh, yes. Did it have an effect? Oh, yes, it had an effect. Hold on. Wait a minute. It's, it's Ms. Lamar. I don't know. He right? He right? Yeah, it had an effect. But, she, but, but you know how we transition through? <laughs> Being content in God. Oh, right, God. Being content with God. How we forgave? Content in God. See, you can't forgive if you ain't content in God. Cause No, no. It's my job to make that person pay. But content in God, vengeance is the Lord's. And and honestly, if you really contend God, you ain't even really looking for vengeance. You're looking for enlightenment. You want the person to see, not deal with the pain you've gone through. My wife will tell you, I made this statement. I said, I don't wish that on nobody. I don't wish on anybody to be that clouded to affect a a wonderful relationship or to do something that's going to hurt somebody in God's kingdom. I don't wish that on nobody. I said, so a person has to be going through something. To even consider that, so let's pray. You know that's what I would do. Yeah. She she's my witness. But if I'm not content in God, like oh no no no, I'll tell you what I ain't the one. I'll tell you right now I ain't the one. Or, or what's our line? What's, we Christians. What's our what's our, DJ? What's our line now? Oh, back in the day. <laughs> See they don't know. Back in the day, what? <laughs> yeah, would you say to old me? <laughs> Don't, oh, oh, they don't even know. I wish I had footage I could carry around so they know who they messing with. <laughs> right? Something in us, you know, I, well, okay, I'll use me. Maybe I don't do this. But something in you'd be like, oh, I don't think they understand. I'm a Christian, but ho, ho, ho nah, nah, nah. I know how to handle this. What? You know how we use our hands and stuff, you know, like you're just coming up, you know. I got my hands beat down when I pledged because I kept using my hands. Excuse me, big brother. Let me First of all, big brother, let me take, bam. Like, yeah, dude, why you keep using your hands? Like, why you keep hitting me? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> anyway, what am I doing out here? All right. So, 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 oh, man, bang. I need you. I need, oh, sorry about that, sweetheart. I need you, and I need, uh, let's see. I forgot. I forgot to bring something. So let me see how I could do this. All right, I'll do this like this. Yeah, just you keep looking. Keep keep looking over there. Okay. And then uh, let me see. Hold on one second. Just keep looking over there. Okay. All right. Do this a little different. Okay. I'll just tell you. No, I'm (laughs) sorry. have it <laughs> content in a relationship. <laughs> right. So look, 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 look at me, look at me, no matter what, okay, no matter what. All right, so uh, I need you to go back down there for one second. All right, so hopefully you remember what I told you. Don't mess up my flow here. All right, so uh, because we don't do secular music in the church, we don't do secular music in the church. Y'all mad? All right, okay, good. You know, just let y'all know ahead of time. Yeah, you shake your hands. You know, people are like, oh, for this wedding I want to play. Can't do that in the church, God's house. So I can't play what I, what I would have liked to play for a fact. So y'all just had to use your imagination. So I forgot how the music went, but Let's Make a Deal. Remember Let's Make a Deal? Uh, whatever, however it went. However it hey, uh, so, uh, hey, wait a minute. We need a contestant for Let's Make a Deal. Hey, young lady, you're supposed to, you're supposed to go wild. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey. Hey. We, hey. Ma'am. All right. So, so. All right. So we have our contestant for Let's Make a Deal, and hey, we have some deals for you today. All right, so so you, you know how our game goes? You you'll have options. Okay. And with those options, you'll have to select what you want to do. I know you're a woman of God, but hey, don't worry about being with God. We just want you to to make some deals. All right, so you have door number one is over here, okay. and we have door number two is over here. Okay. And you you have to decide which door you're gonna pick. Okay. All right. So 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 which do you want which behind door number one? Crowd. Door number two? Yeah. All right, so guys, so which door do you pick, ma'am? Okay, I think I'm going to go with... Two. One. This is door number one? one? One! okay, door number one. Let's see what prizes we have for you behind door number one. And, you know, you need to talk to Ms. Lamar after this because he told you door number two. <laughs> All right, so, so ma'am, you have a uh, fullness you have fullness. You have, uh, you have everything you need. You have salvation. You have healing. You have wholeness. You have peace. Right? Everything. you whatever, Think about whatever you need. Uh, you have uh, your cup runneth over. You have exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask to think according to the power to work then. It's all in there. It's all in there. In here, you have life and you have it more abundantly. So here, this is, this is what you got behind door, no, door number one. Okay, everybody give her a hand clap. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. You might have this, but I want to make a deal. You can keep what you got behind door number one, or you can choose door number two. Now, now, now door number two, hey, it could be something better. Even though you got what's behind door number one, Well, you, you, you have an outburst. Is that your sister there down there? <laughs> One of your family members there that you brought with you? Hey, what's her name? Her, her, her name is Victoria. <laughs> Victoria. So, Vic, Victoria. Okay, good, good, good. All right, so we got Victoria over there. And uh, so she says nothing can be better than what you have. But I'm going to tell you. Listen, listen. Tell you what. Like, I'll add to door number two. I'll add $1 million plus what's behind door number two. Ah! So do you want to keep what you got behind door number one or do you want $1 million and what's behind door number two? Let's make a deal. So, Melanie, it's on you. You can keep what you got behind door number one or you can get what's behind door number two and a million dollars. So if I keep door number one, it's everything that I want, so it would include what's in door number two. Nobody asked you to to be smart. (laughs) (laughs) You always get these smart contestants. All right, so so are you saying you're gonna keep what you got behind door number one? I'm gonna hang on to what I got in door number one. Okay, let's see what she would've gotten Behind door number two. You'd have got some tissue because you'd have been crying. (laughs) Okay, give her a hand clap. (laughs) See, the whole point there is we got to stop making deals once we get God. (laughs) Like, we still open for deals, and we got God. We got everything we need. See, see, think about it. That's what Eve did, right? She had God. And the devil said, let's make a deal. <laughs> right? Offer her, oh, you'll be just as wise as God. Not knowing she already had the wisdom. See, so that's what the challenge is. We got God. Instead of being content in God, we making deals. Glory to God. I forgot to bring my little, I had it supposed to be set up here. I forgot. I came last night and left everything. All right, let's stand on our feet. That's enough for the day.